Shania, I'll say hello, everyone. Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, Monsieur Shay. Such a healing that's taken place. It's a bit more of an Australian version. Hello, everyone. Yeah, it was hello. I'm hello. sure she's going to be so pleased. Welcome to Portals. Or do I need to say it again? Is it that one? There it is. <laughs> is that the one? I don't no, even know. A crowd clap somewhere there. Oh, sorry. The yellow Welcome one is the Welcome to Portals. I'm your host, Christy Cassis. And today on the panel, shall I say, we've got Pastor Nathan Cassis. And we've got Pastor Tony Cassis. Hi. And we've got Dr. Robin Cassis. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Hi. We've had a big, big day. Actually, I could say a big week. It's been been a big, big big week. week. Yeah, it really has. It's been a compact, crazy week. And it's been wet. It has. As in torrential rain. Yes, thank you for those prophecies. <laughs> we you asked for, for it. Be careful what you pray for, you just Oh, might we're going to open that it. one up later on. There, there's mum throwing out the, um, sorry, uh, Dr. Robin, I called you mum. Sorry. Right. It's going to come that. out naturally. I'm really sorry I about that. I call her mum, Dr. Robin, prophetess. Mum, Robin, Cass's. T- Dr. Robin. Prophetess, apostle, global senior leader, domal leader. Oi, you. Hey, you. (laughs) That's what will be in the end. So Um, be careful what you get. Are you prayed for? Because you just might get it. And we've definitely been praying for rain and Uh, we've definitely got got a lot of rain. (laughs) A lot of rain. So now we say stop the rain. (laughs) You know, I just got to say, Vanessa and I, um, on the way down to church tonight, we stopped at Macca's, which for Americans is McDonald's. Not Mickey Mickey D's. Um, And they, for some reason, we were the only people in the drive-thru at Northmead McDonald's and they made us pull to the side in the waiting bay and the poor girl had to walk out in the rain and Thea and I are having a conversation and we're talking and all of a sudden I just turn and there's this girl standing there <laughs> with the rain pouring on her going, I've got your food. And I was like, oh my goodness. I put the window down, the rain comes straight in your face. Wow. It's crazy rain right now. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Lord, that you're soaking the ground. And so <laughs> we can only say be the, careful the drought. what you pray for because you just might Get it. You just might get it. You just might get it. <laughs> yes, Dad has no idea what we're talking about right now. He's Pussycat like, is dolls, that a song? Yes, yes, there yes. you are. We are, re- culture. we are redeeming this. Um, so as we've been talking about like this, basically this week, especially the last few days, I have been at work here and there, but when I have been here, it's been absolutely amazing. We've had uh, Vanessa speak. 
um, and it was absolutely amazing. And we had Nathan speak um, on, what was it again? The Spiritual Roots of Spiritual Disease, roots of disease. Hearing disease. God Through Your Dreams. And Vanessa's was? The Battlefield of the Mind, That's the right. End Time Plan, and Strategies from so Heaven. Much, so much. So many manifestations. It was great. <laughs> so many manifestations in that time. It was fantastic. really was. Very um, informative. And then we had the icing on the cake today. Yes. Dr. Robin shared with us uh, the fragmented soul. Recovering next my soul. And recovering your soul. The next, and layer. next layer. It was, it was amazing. It was mind-blowing and it was... It smacked you right in the head. Let's just say that. <laughs> Do we have a sound effect oh. for that? Oh, sorry. Which which one's, which one <laughs> would it be? A would it be you right. We need to smack you right in the head sound effect. You've got to turn up the sound effect level first. I, I don't think I have one. I, I think I only have like... Try it. That's all right. doesn't sound like someone getting smacked in the head. I don't, I don't have one. <laughs> Oh, wait, wait, wait. Here you go. I got one. There we go. Straight on the ground. No, but literally, that's, that's it, it was sitting, it was hitting at me at the back. I was just taking it all in. Really? And I've never wow. even uh, made that distinction before between the mind and the heart. Mm. And how you said God doesn't speak to the soul because the soul, no, sorry, not the soul and the heart, because God doesn't speak to the soul because the soul is constantly fluctuating with emotions and yeah. up and down and up yeah. and down and up and down, where the heart is is steady. It you know what I mean? It's strong. Yes. And it's just it was really good. It was really um really helpful. And it's stuff that I'm gonna have to go back and listen to again and again and again and again till I uh Get all that in, and it's but really important that um, we get this. Mm. Once we get this, uh, we realize that that's why a heart wants to speak to us because God's mm. speaking to our heart. Oh, you already got a gem, you already got a gem. First gem of the night. So, on that, uh, we will be right back to discuss more about be careful what you wish for because you just might. Get it. Good day, Portals fam. You're listening to the Portals podcast, coming to you live from Talk Sydney. Fair income, mate. Where'd it go back in? Where'd it go straight in? This is my abiding tone. Got a lot to share tonight. Got a lot to share. So, uh, back on the be careful what you wish for because you just might get it. Pastor Tony. Pray for. Sorry, pray for. I apologise. Wrong words. Be careful what you pray for. Not Pussycat Dolls version. (laughs) (laughs) I apologise. When I grow up. No. So, before we get to that, I just wanted to help our, our listening audience with this torrential rain that we're experiencing Uh-oh. in Sydney, just to give them visuals, right? Before we arrived, Sydney had four days straight mm-hmm. of over 100 degrees Fahrenheit weather. Mm-hmm. Dry, hot, Suffocating. westerly winds. <laughs> Suffocating weather. Uh, Australia has had no significant rainfall for over four years. Come on. Our Sydney catchment area was down to below 40%. And so it was getting critical. We had stage two or level two water restrictions. This is what I found out before arriving. Mm-hmm. The day we arrived, yep. Dr. Robin knows this, we had uh, 15 millimetres of rain. It was only a short-lived 
um, downpour. And then four days after we arrived, we had three days of straight soaking rain. Yep. Which was a miracle. Mm. It was the first rainfall, significant rainfall in uh, over four years. This week, we have had torrential rain, four days running, over 200 millimetres of rain in our catchment areas. Our pool is overflowing. <laughs> our patio got flooded. And this is why we're calling today's portal, watch what you pray for. because be careful. Be careful what you pray for because you... Just you, you just might get, get it. it. You know, just on that as well, they did say before you guys came that there was no rain on the horizon. Till they May. Were saying, they were saying up until May they didn't see any rain being forecasted. And so the background False of that prophets. was we had They a, thought the fires were going to burn for months. Oh, that's another major, yep. major event. We had um, over 100 major fires burning in New South Wales. Yep. And I think it was like over 800 homes destroyed, unfortunately and sadly. Like I think 18 people dead yep. because of the fires. This is catastrophic weather, right? But it was in September of last year when we were doing our season casting. Correct. That the Lord said at the height of the year, he would send relief. And he was talking about the drought. At the height of the year... It would send relief. We arrived on January the 6th, and so the December-January changeover is really the height of the year for the Australian um, you know, the populace because it's holidays, it's the end of the Christmas, New Year period, it's Australia Day. And so the Lord brought to pass his word, absolutely, absolutely. And we're, we're being told now it's not going to stop raining until Wednesday or something, so... It's been a major, major miracle, but the unfortunate thing is the rain is not gentle at the moment. It's quite heavy, and it's created flooding. So this is why we want to bring up the topic about, you know, when you ask the Lord to give you something, you have to be fully aware of what you're asking for, because if he gives you exactly what you're asking for, you may not be ready for it. And so I've been asked to give a scriptural example of that, and it comes out of um, the story of when Israel chose to have a king Mm. like the other nations. My Lord. Mm. And so just to give you some backdrop to this story, the prophet Samuel is the last of what we would call the judges in the Old Testament. There was a period between Joshua's leadership and, and Samuel the prophet, where the Lord would raise up judges to you know, govern his people. Yep. Samuel was the last judge. And it was during Samuel's um, prophetic ministry that the people of Israel asked him for a king like the other nations. They said, we want to have a king over us like all the nations. Mm. And Samuel was quite upset at that because he said, the Lord your God is your king. Why are you asking for a king? When he went before the Lord, the Lord said, grant the people what they want. Mm -hmm. Grant the people what they want. They haven't rejected you, Samuel, he said. They've rejected me. And that was in 1 Samuel chapter 8. And so he gave the Israelites what they wanted, but the Lord made it very clear, Mm. this is how the king that I will raise up over you 
will act toward you and the people. And he was mm. going to tax them. He's going to take their young men and conscript them. He was going to have fields and herds and flocks. In other words, it was going to cost them quite a heavy price to have a king like all other nations. And so, wow. again, the Israelites, like, like it was their fashion, like it is our fashion, they don't think things through to the end. They saw the immediate need. Mm -hmm. They needed leadership. Unfortunately, Samuel's sons were not good leaders. Nope. They took bribes. They were influenced by politics. And so they rejected Samuel's sons as leaders, and they said, no, give us a king like the other nations. Now, God gave them what they asked for, and this is why the first king of Israel was tall, strong, handsome, intellectual. He was rich. Right? He was the a physical epitome of a king in the world. Right? A king's king. A king's king. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, the moment this very shy person became king, the, the monsters of the deep came up mm. and his pride corrupted him. He forsook the Lord. He didn't care about the people. He cared only about himself and... You know, unfortunately, the people got what they wanted, but what they wanted was not w what was good for them. And this is the theme we want to bring out this evening in the portal. Sometimes what you want will work out not to be very good for you if you haven't thought it out in the counsel of the Lord. I also want to add, going back to the story of the rain, um, we've prayed for rain, but um, what we get is not what we expect. And so I believe there's a prophetic meaning, even in the flooding today, as I saw it coming down to the church, um, as the rivers were flooding, the Lord was saying in my spirit, they've prayed for rain, but the flooding is also from me because I'm washing out wow. old mindsets. Yeah. I'm washing out old habits yeah. and I'm washing crops. out um, dead crops that have been, haven't produced life. And so I think also when we pray for something, we have to be ready to take the way that God answers and not um, just expect our way. See, Australians didn't expect this rain to come this way. You know what I mean? And so um, it really shows where's our expectation. Um, that's what I was thinking today as I came down. They were almost in desperation, like, we just need rain, we need rain, we yep. need rain, we need yep. rain. But I, they I, didn't really think it. Yeah. And I think the thing that we need to understand is when we pray for things and we do get it, sometimes it stretches us, <laughs> sometimes it's inconvenient, mm. oh, sometimes it challenges us. So what does, <laughs> what's the lesson we learn from that? Not that we shouldn't pray, but we should pray to be ready oh my God. to receive what we're praying for. Wow. That is such a good angle, Pastor, because this rain that we prophesied would come has flooded our pool. It's overflowing. <laughs> but not only that, it's created flooding in our yeah. patio. Our yeah. gutters can't handle the... <laughs> The deluge. We've got Downpour. we've got people in our church whose homes are leaking water into their bedrooms. The the rain has been so heavy, um, and this is a reflection of when God pours out mm. a blessing from heaven, and the windows of heaven open up. 
Yeah. Jesus mm. says you will not be able yeah, to, to contain, contain it. it. Whoa. And so on the way down to uh, the Sydney um, campus here in Parramatta, uh, the uh, the Parramatta River Bridge is almost um, being overflown by water right now, and it's there's about a five meter drop from the top of the bridge oh, to the Jesus. original river uh, height, and you can imagine there's you know m- millions of gallons of water coming down Parramatta River right now, and it's sweeping everything away with the torrent. It's just mm. incredible to see, but again, when God pours out uh, a blessing. And he promises that we won't be able to contain it. The the spillover, right, is meant to bless areas where we didn't have in mind. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like if the church got the revival that it's asking for, not one church would be able to handle that revival. They couldn't keep that many people. Nope. There's in not the enough church. chairs, not enough Bibles, not enough pastors, not enough teachers, not enough ministers. There's there's just not enough. What, what about if the church got everything they asked for to do with revival and people started coming and did, there wouldn't be enough room? People are not prepared for that, you see. They're not prepared for the full blessing. They're not prepared for it. Because they're not prepared for it, uh, they have mindsets that have to be changed. You have to be prepared for the full blessing. And so today my testimony is, man, the rain has been very inconvenient. There's nothing getting dry. There's water running everywhere. But that's what I came with. I need to say when I left uh, New York City, the Lord said, you bring an end to the drought. It was a spiritual drought as as well as a physical drought. But, man, I've seen the spiritual drought, and that astounds me what God is doing to bring an end to that spiritual drought. But now I'm seeing the physical overflow from the spirit. And, uh, you know, be careful what you pray for because you You just just might might get it. it. And if you get it, you better be ready for it. Which brings up uh, a topic we've touched on before, not too deeply, but, um, you know, we have, look, we love prophetic ministry. We prophesy. You're a prophet. Mm. I'm trying to figure out what I am at the moment, but <laughs> I do prophesy. But the, the point is, when prophets prophesy catastrophic events, mm. are those same prophets going to the area where they're prophesying mm-hmm. to? I think we're going to leave that and come back to it. And on that note, <laughs> we will be back shortly to continue With what Pastor one. Tony just touched on. G'day, Portals fan. Pastor Kenny Jarvis from Talk Sydney here. We have a very exciting announcement. Our senior leaders, Dr. Robin Cassis, Pastor Tony Cassis, are coming back down under to visit, equip, and launch our church in Sydney to its next spiritual season. They haven't been home in Australia in over five years and we are so stoked to have them come and impart to us with hands laid on what God is doing. So if you're in the Sydney area, grab a whole bunch of your mates and come on down to Parramatta. Like and follow our Facebook page, Talk Sydney, for the location and times. Let our pastors speak over your lives a prophetic word of direction, encouragement and life that will bring clarity to 2020. Don't miss out on your chance to be impacted like never before and take up the opportunity to be blessed. See you there. 
you saying? Dubbo, Griffith, all the players. Let's just cut this, please. Cut it. Fade it out. I need to fade this out before it goes to a level I'm just ready I've got ready friends for. in Dubbo, Griffith. Okay, wait till we are friends West. come up. We'll talk we about are that not later. at Prophetic Friends. I don't no, know where you are, but we are not there yet. So before we went to break, I was mentioning these. we love the prophetic ministry, but we've got these prophets who prophesy to areas and they live a thousand miles <laughs> away. And they oh, are not affected no. by the words they prophesy. And and, and sometimes word. that's okay in God. But when Jeremiah prophesied the you know the um, exile of the nation of Judah, he was right in the thick of it yes, in Jerusalem. And he was persecuted for it. He was there when Nebuchadnezzar broke through the wall. And you know, Nebuchadnezzar told his soldiers. Make sure you preserve the prophet Jeremiah because yep. he's been speaking God's word and I am God's instrument. And they, you know, they promised him, um, you know, like protection mm. because they knew that he was speaking God's word. But Jeremiah was there when they destroyed the temple. He felt every pain the Israelites felt. He wrote the book of um, Lamentations because of it. He saw the destruction. Now, Prophets today, they want to prophesy at a distance. When we got the word of the Lord about the rain coming, the Lord arranged it that we would be here to feel the the pain of the fires mm. and then now we have to deal with the flooding of the rain that's come. It's torrential rain. We've got Cyclone Damien on the west coast of Australia and a tropical low that's a potential cyclone on the east coast of Australia. The nation is being... Um, just deluged with water right now, and yeah, we can feel it. We've had flooding in our own home, haven't we, Pastor? Yeah, I think um, it, it's probably important that we think about this, that we think about, well, um, is is this a work of the enemy in here somewhere, or is this a complete work of God? Um, I know the lesson that we learn through this is you, you get, to be a part of what you pray for. Sometimes it's really comfortable and other times it's very uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. But you see it through. You see it through. And so you were mentioning about prophets. Yeah, they prophesy about something that's thousands of miles away and they're not affected by it. Yeah. I remember being on a, a ferry with uh, uh, I think you remember this, and I think we were on the Hudson, and uh, yes, we were with uh, the United Nations prayer team. Uh, prayer team, and we were actually praying, and there was a whole lot of ministers and a whole lot of prophetic people, and somebody, and we'd been fasting, and somebody got up and they they made this statement, oh, how God's going to deal with New York. And uh, I happened to be living here at that, at living there at that time. And my first thought, as I said to my husband, was, when are they leaving? <laughs> and uh, he said, I don't know. And I said, well, it's obvious they're not hanging around for what they're saying is going to happen. Mm. See, true, true prophetic ministry 
hangs around. And God intercedes. And God, God gets them to be a part through standing in the gap, interceding and being a part of it. This is true prophetic ministry. Yeah. So when you do pray, Hang around. Hang around, guys. Like this you said, you can't drop your prophecy and run. No, yeah. you can't. This this is one of the topics we cover in advancing in the prophetic at our School of the Apostles and Prophets. And the reason why I'm bringing it up is we deal with this issue about it's so easy to prophesy, especially prophesy like judgment, when you're not being affected by what you're prophesying. Come on. You know, now I've heard prophets in Australia yeah, saying true. that these fires, these devastating fires, are the result judgment. of God's judgment. Because yeah. mm-hmm. no Australia way. Has, has just agreed to gay marriage, uh, you know, late ta- late term abortions, and now out of everybody who has had their home destroyed or lost a loved one in these fires. How mm. many of them are abortionists and how many of them yeah. are yeah, so same-sex marriages? Yeah. You, you can't just make a broad statement like General that. General statement, yeah. And, and say God's dealing – maybe these people are Christians. We don't know. There's some people who are Christians that have lost homes. Yeah. So yeah. That's when can't. people are uh, – if I may add something that we said tonight from your teaching, Dr. Robin. That's when people stri- trying to use prophecy – as the instructor and mm. not instruction. Yeah. They try to use prophecy to change people, saying that because of this, God's saying this, but you've taught us all at talk that the Holy Spirit is the only one that can bring the convincing and the conviction. Yeah, he's the instructor. And it doesn't sound like a God of love to me that would say no because of this, because I'm remembering that the account that when even Sodom and Gomorrah was yes. so wicked, yep. the Lord said to Abram, if you can find Bind. ten he righteous. Them. He wanted him to find them. And the Lord knew that Abraham, you know, um, was that way. And he used the ability of his compassion in Abraham to push him. The Lord knew that Abraham was going to say, but God, if I can find, you know, at least ten so he, he deliberately said that to a- Abraham so Abraham would push him he stirred Abraham. to compassion. Mm. He stirred Abraham to and compassion. Again, we, we cover this in the advancing course. We, the mindset of most New Testament prophets, especially in the modern church age, is they model their prophetic ministry after Old Testament prophets, yeah. which is usually judgmental because yep. mm. God had to raise up prophets to correct his people when they got off the path. But again, we covered this in the course, Pastor. You know, Jesus went to the cross Mm -hmm. Mm. and went through that pain to regain the lost. Mm. So we're told told in Hebrews that it's the Son who now speaks. Do you know, he would be the only one that could pray and get it Mm. and and everything positive came out of it. To yeah. do with the cross, yeah. everyone else finds it inconvenient when God answers with a deluge. Wow! Oh. I, was, <laughs> I was I was fellowshipping with one of the elders in the church here this evening, and he brought up something that really was yeah. mind sort of 
triggered something in me because we all quote John 3.16, right? Mm. Yeah. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, right, that whomsoever should believe on him should not perish but have everlasting life. Everybody knows that. But then he said, what's the next verse? Yes. For God, God. did not send his son into the world to condemn the world. Mm-hmm. Mm. Why, why are we always condemning the world? But yeah. also, you know, yeah, you let's talked about the prophets condemn the world. Sorry, you know, you're talking about the Old Testament as well. There's a part that can be debunked in that as well that, the, you know, God was this harsh task, you know, harsh yes. taskmaster. Because look at, um, look at Moses and the story of the Israelites there where Moses leads them out of Egypt. They come to that, that point where there was nowhere else to go. You know, they start screaming at God saying, oh, you have abandoned us, you have abandoned us. God uses Moses to, to open the, the Red Sea with a staff, right? They walk across the sea, they get to the other side, and they're like, oh, you took us out here to die. You took us out here to die. God could have gone, you know what? I'm with you. I'm finished I'm with you. I'm done with you guys. You just don't stop complaining. I just opened the Red Sea mm. and let you go. But he just said, Moses, speak to the rock. It will give you water. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like he, he he brought quail down. He brought the you know what I mean. He just he brought manna from heaven down. He's not a god that's saying you did this. I'm judging you. No, he's, he's not. not. But he's it not. shows again from Pastor Christie's example that when we pray for something and we get it, and then what we get doesn't match the experience that we're in at the time, <laughs> we're ready to forget it or dismiss it. Like. Because yeah. it's not what we should – we don't equate it with something that we can handle at the time. But maybe we need to see, like you said, Dr. Robin, that we're not prepared for it, so we need to pray to get prepared for it. But maybe you also need to pray that the Lord elevate our experience to some truth because yeah. when he answers, he answers with truth. But he answers, and here's the key, we want one answer. Well, okay. But- but I'm about to get deliverance. He's the domino effect. When he answers, uh-huh. he keeps out. hitting answers and hitting answers, <laughs> and they keep falling down and oh. falling down. And one thing will fall, and then another thing will fall, and then another thing will fall, and we're not ready for the deluge. Not the wham-bam, thank you, Jesus. We're not ready for the deluge. We cry out My Lord. You know, for one thing, but... When that one thing God answers, yeah, 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 yeah. it affects everything. Oh my God. Mm, so there's an overflow. There's an overflow oh. taking place, which brings me to my understanding that the Holy Spirit was speaking to me about yep. um, when we we're in the sub portal. We hear that scripture, you know, give and it shall be given unto you, pressed down, shaken together, running over. And so I've always asked the Lord, what does that, what's the context of that scripture? So according to history, Rich people would leave in the marketplace and in their, you know, fields, at the edge of their fields, they would leave parts of the grain there for poor people Mm. to gather up. And because it was such a long journey, they didn't want to walk all the way there, gather what they could only gather and then have to walk back and then walk there and then walk back. So they would tie a garment around their girdle and waist and they would gather as much grain as they could and the poor people would push it down, they would shake it together with the garment, and then they would fill it to overflowing, and then they would carry it back to their basket 
or to whatever kind of, you know, um, transport got them to that place in the field. So again, when God gives us something, <laughs> we always <laughs> expect it to overflow straight away. But there's a process and I'm, I'm all about the process. So when the Lord answers our prayers, we've got to be ready for the pressure to come, to yep. push some things down, yep. to make some room yep. for some other things. Now, this isn't a shutdown. This is a push down. It's not a shutdown. A push down is different from a shutdown. Mm. A push down doesn't discontinue what's there, but it, it pushes it down. It applies pressure, it. compression, so that the compression can make room for something else. More. Yeah. Like even something when a voice, more. you know, um, through audio engineering, you learn that when a voice goes through a compressor, it compresses the sound waves so that the voice can sound fuller. So yeah. there's a compression going on in the spirit when God answers. And then there's a shaking going on. There's got to be some things that are shaken up. Remember when they shake that garment, the grains are moved around. They get out of their comfortable position. Mm -hmm. And then, only then, can that be filled to overflowing yeah, yeah. and that person can have the full measure of what God is giving them. So I feel in Christ, we always expect the full measure straight away. And, and when we, <laughs> we do... And we're not ready uh, for it. No, we're not, we're not ready for it. So therefore, when he does that process. We fight it. Yeah, we do. Oh, but I want to get you to have a visual of something. Yeah. Here. Give like, us a visual. Give uh, us a visual. If you were having a drink of a bottle of water and uh, you know, we're talking about water again. <laughs> and, and, and <laughs> not you the take deluge. The deluge. And then we take the water and then we only want to fill up what's left in the bottle, what mm. we haven't drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we want to fill it up again to full. Mm. But see, that's us. That's our fullness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, God says it overflows. Uh. So that's really uncomfortable because you've got a bottle of water now that you can't uh, move around too much with. It's going to spill everywhere. And mm. so it's going to be very uncomfortable, very inconvenient yeah. for you. And so what are you going to do? You drink some more, you fill it up to the full, what you say is full, and then God comes along and pours more in it. Mm. Oh, my, how inconvenient. How uncomfortable to carry his fullness. It's more con comfortable ah, to carry ah. our fullness. So the question is, does the vessel need to expand or do you get a new vessel to carry what God she may beat that is downloading she as fullness? Well, we need to understand what God's fullness is. Mm. Going into the break, I think sometimes... I think sometimes we expect God to give us a new vessel <laughs> and we don't want to stretch to fill what he's pouring into our vessel. Let's go on a break, shall we? <laughs> While we get our flesh burnt. <laughs> I feel myself being stretched. I feel right myself now. being stretched. Please Please that crispy. Crispy. burning of the flesh. Crispy flesh. Crispy flesh. Crispy, crispy flesh. <gasps> Sounds like you're saying crispy, crispy Crackle. flesh. No, no. Crispy, crispy flesh. <laughs> crispy, crispy. Crispy, crispy. Crispy, crispy. Oh, my Lord Jesus. This is the stage of delirious. Um... Wow. wow, that's a lot. Uh, on that note, 
We will return shortly to continue this. Hey guys, want to hear God speak to you personally? Then join us here at Dipping Night. It's every first Monday of the month at 7.30 p.m. To find out more information or to RSVP, you can visit us at dippingnight.torquenyc.org. Hope to see you there. It's about to get crispy. Bit of crispy flesh on its way. Crispy with Christy. We're going to talk snapcrackle pop. Crispy with Christy. Oh, God, help me not to manifest. Let us fry I your mind. I hate that nickname. Come on, Chris. Hit us with that gem um, that you just hit us in the sub portal because I'm about to really, explode. I didn't really know it was a gem. I was just it thinking is. the whole time when you guys were talking. That's your prophetic I couldn't mantle. get the Egyptians off my mind and mm. the, in the example of Moses and how in um, when they were in Egypt, right, they were on their face. Yeah. They mm. were praying for freedom. They were praying to be set free. They were praying to, mm. to mm. be People and not servants and slaves. Desperation. And you know the word? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Liberated. 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 Yeah. 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 And when God brought it, it wasn't what they expected. And mm. what what I think is, it, a part of them thought God was going to set them free in Egypt. Oh. And they get to stay there. And they Jeez. got to stay there. Let the Egyptians and maybe, be slaves. Maybe makes Pharaoh subject. Maybe oh everyone, my! And God was flip the script. Jam it, jam it, jam it, jam it three times. My Lord wow. Jesus. But seriously, and that's why when they when they were taken out and they were like, oh, oh still going. When they were t- uh, One three, more. three, uh, okay. What an honor! I got three gems. But seriously, when they were taken out, they were uncomfortable. Mm. Oh, can I come in please, on that? Please, please. They oh, were so uncomfortable. They wanted to choose how he was going to take them out. They didn't want the squeeze through all of the plagues. They didn't want that. No, they didn't. They didn't uh, uh, want uh, that. uh, uh, They didn't even want that, that they couldn't even, you see, it came upon them in the end that they had to make bricks without hay or without straw. Uh, Man, this is, hey, we didn't pray for this. We just want you to come and uh, give us our answer the way we want it. Uh. And they didn't realise. They didn't realise God was setting them up for a blessing. They didn't pray mm. to get the overflow of that blessing. My Lord. No, they did not. Because the only way God was actually going to really set them free is to give them their own land. Oh! To give them their own space. And one more thing. Bring your own bucket. There's one more thing here. He was going to doubly bless them by giving them all the The spoils spoils of of Egypt. Egypt. That's right. And they weren't ready for that. They were not. They just, you know. And our thick is They were happy same. to settle. They were happy to go, just set us free in this place and we'll live here. Oh. And our thinking is the <laughs> same. We'll take the dregs. We'll take oh the dregs. Lord. I'm burning We over really, here. really will. You know, I just want to get out by the skin of mm. my teeth. You mm. know what I mean? I don't know what that means, by the way. Skin of your teeth. I'm I didn't sure think your skin had it. Your teeth had any skin, but Actually, that's what enamel. they it's say. It's a very thin layer of enamel. Oh, ah. wow. 
He is the wise Enlightened. man. Hey, Dad. And so I, I, just, I just want you to understand God says no. Wow. I'm going to I'm gonna sh- you know, put the pressure on them. Not only the pressure on you, but I'm putting the pressure on them. Ah. And in the end, they'll be begging you to leave. Mm, yeah. So it says there. Pharaoh said, "Get out." Pastor, it says there that I just get from from that from what you both contributed there. We asked the Lord for freedom, yeah. and freedom, and freedom, and freedom. But we have to be ready to give up our oppression to get free. Ooh. Yeah. So you can't give up. I'm, I'm, I'm developing a jingle here. You can't get possession until you give up your oppression. Amen. <laughs> so in saying that. Which reminds me of Judas because Judas didn't expect Jesus to do what he did. He thought Jesus would be a violent person and take the kingdom by literal force. Yep. He couldn't see that he was taking it by spiritual force. Love. You know, and so therefore he's like, I've waited for this Messiah, but this Messiah is weak. But he's a weakling. Wow. He wants to love wow. instead of hate what wow. they're doing. And that's why when we say that Judas said, oh, I've betrayed an innocent man, he never saw Jesus as that. for who he was. Yeah, He didn't Should say, I betrayed be. the son of God, you know, no, the no. most holy one. He just said, I betrayed an innocent man. So when we think like this, when we think like this, Shame. Uh, we're actually dictating to the Lord, Ooh. how he should answer our prayer mm-hmm. and how he should overflow. and But he doesn't do it our way no. because our way is not the best way. No. His way is higher. Yes. It's wider. It's deeper. It's longer. It's better. And it's better. I just, I just got gemified. In every yeah, there's area. So many, there's so many examples, <laughs> like practically, like there's been times when I've said to the Lord, oh, this is the dream job. <laughs> Give me this job. <sighs> Two days into the job and I'm saying, God, why did I, I ask you it. for this job? I don't want to do it anymore. Because it so means you boring. have to get up early and because you have to go out in the rain yeah. and the snow of New York City. You have to do that. You, you know see? what? I've I've shared when I when I preached at church that time I was sharing my testimony and I feel like God's been very gracious to me because I have said to God so many times oh I want this this is what I want yeah, yeah, this yeah. is what I want this is my heart's desire this is what I want yeah. and every single time he's given it to me and mm. I can literally say 10 out of 10 times I did not want it it was the worst thing for me come on and you weren't ready I for it. Not, but not even that. There were things that I wanted that were so wrong for me ah. that God never gave to me, never wanted me to have. But he's like, look, you want it that bad? I'll give I'm going to give you. it to you. Mm. Yep. But you're going to feel heartbreak like you've never felt before. Mm. 
You're gonna, you know, you're gonna be let down like you've never uh, been let down before. You're gonna be challenged. You're gonna be challenged like you've never been challenged before, and you're gonna see things that you should never have seen. Yeah. Wow. And experience things you should never have experienced, and like you know, and then we go back to God and we go, "It's your fault, God. It's your fault. You put yeah. us here. Why did you? What did you give me? Why what did I you asked let for? me? <laughs> why did you let me go through that? What? No, but it's true. We do. The first thing we do is blame God, and God yeah. goes, "I gave you what you wanted." Yeah. I think. I think the key is. Oh. Um, I, I think, think I have to get up and go. This is too much for me. No, it's not. It's enough. Uh, <laughs> I think the you key. You can handle the truth. Why, why every time I do portals with you guys, my 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 um flesh flesh just crisps away. It's crispy, crispy. I think the key to this is before we ask, we need to seek. Oh, that is so good. We need before we ask God, we need to seek God. We need to seek him to find out what's mm. good for us. <laughs> then if we ask then what's good for us. Oh, my Lord Jesus. We won't be disappointed. Oh, my Lord. In what we get. I knew there was a gem coming, so and I got in quick. I, I think another big stumbling block for Christians is it's not that the Lord doesn't want to give us what we're asking for. We want to dictate how he delivers yes. on what we're asking for. Yes. Yep. You know what I mean? Like you pray for church growth, <laughs> people come in and you're complaining that you have to stay back and, you know, counsel or deliver or pray or whatever. Well, we ask for church growth. We have to take the territory as God releases it. Yeah. I've learned that one very quickly in New York City. I've also learned there's artists that will listen to this and we ask God to take us into the industries. Mm. We get into the industry and then we get persecuted. And then we're like, Lord, what's happening? I didn't expect this. You're in an in industry that doesn't believe in God. Hates God. Hates God. 2% <laughs> think that God is real in the arts and creative industries. And so you ask God to take you in, but then when you get in there – you get fed up and you get all rejected because you get persecuted. But it's plain as simple. Some things come with the territory. Yeah. And we have to just be ready, like Pastor said, maybe we should stop asking God to get us in there and make us ready to, to carry, carry what we need to carry when we get there. Yeah. That's a big Prepare me. Prepare me. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. See, that was so true. that was uh, an important statement to make because that's what John the Baptist did. There it is. He came and he was a foretaste yes. of the real thing. And sometimes we're too interested in the foretaste than the real thing. Mm. Oh God. And you know, it also says in the Bible that only God knows the desires of our heart. And the amount of times we think we know what we want yeah. and what we need. And, you know, if, if sometimes just stopping and seeking God and saying, you know, give me you the want. desires of my heart because you know the desires of my heart. Not the things that I think I want, but the true deep desires mm. that you've put in me to want. Mm. Or maybe we can go a step further and go, Lord, what are the desires of my heart? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the desires of my heart aren't the desires of your heart. Maybe we should have the Lord speak to and our say, heart. Yeah, can His God desires. vent to you? Maybe Lord, what are the desires of your, your heart? heart? There we go. 
make them my desires. Because I think sometimes the Lord is up there. You're like, Lord, I really want this. It's like, oh, you want that? You really, really want it? No, you don't. You don't want it. But I'm going to give it to you. Because show you, you don't want it. <laughs> so you want that? You said you wanted that last time, and now look at you. You don't want that. Mm. So maybe we can change our prayer to be, <laughs> Lord, what are the desires of your heart? Make the desires of your heart the desires of my, my heart. heart. And you know what, Nate? That also sets people free because yes. there's people that will say, I don't know what I want. I don't know what I want to yes. do. I yes. don't know what, what I'm meant to be, what I'm meant to say. Well, maybe stop and ask God yeah. what he wants for you. If you don't know, mm. that'll that'll set people free from people that sit in this no man's land. Of like, and I, don't probably, know, I don't know. I and don't those know. people are probably in the better position yep. yeah. than a person Definitely. that, oh, I know what I want, I know what I want, and until I get what I want, I'm not changing. Yeah, that's right. Those yeah. people are probably in a better position because God can channel God the can desires of their that. heart. Scripture says that the Lord is the one who channels a man's heart. Yeah. You know? And so I'm really convicted because I know I haven't really asked the Lord the desires of his heart. I've been telling him my desires, but I haven't listened to see if my desires are his desires for my life because it's his journey. So if it's his journey, it's got to be his desire to complete it his way. And then, <laughs> and then if that's the case, then we know we're going to be able to handle the overflow of what God's doing. If it's his journey, if it's his desire, yes. and he's putting his desire in us, he's going to back his desire and the overflow will be a blessing to us. We will... Enjoy the overflow of God's blessing. Mm. Amen. Wow. Okay. I think it's time to go to a break. <laughs> um, I need to my, go to break. My, my flesh is des- definitely crispy and crispy, crispy, crispy at the moment. <laughs> um, chew on that, guys, a and crispy, we'll be back crispy. shortly. Goodbye for now. Torque New York presents the official launch of Torque TV. A brand new way to watch Torque New York anytime, anywhere. Get 24-7 access to unlimited shows, classes, seminars, and more. View your content on your favorite device. Commercial free. Access exclusive shows, seminars, and more. And with new content added monthly, you'll always have something fresh and inspiring and challenging to watch. Even tune into our live classes from the School of Apostles and Prophets in NYC. Choose the subscription option that suits you. Sign up today by visiting torquetv.org and click the Watch Now button. Torque TV, equip, inspire, mature. Here comes the process. 
You've gotta change your confession To give up your obsession With your oppression So you can have possession You've gotta change your confession To change your obsession To gain <laughs> They're dancing and I can't remember what I'm doing Say it again You've gotta change your confession To change your obsession To give up your oppression So you can take possession Wow. I think you get a gem for that name. Thank you. I used that one up before, but I thought I would just revisit it because I'm revisiting some fragmented things. Do you notice that was a half gem? Thank you. Yeah. I think that. Crispy (laughs) Christy. I think that um, let's go back to maybe our teaching tonight. Yes. Mm -hmm. The teaching tonight was all about the fragmented soul, the, uh, you know, uncovering the next layer of uh, our soul that has been fragmented. And uh, I think that, uh, you know, to give up something, it will cost you to pray that I want to be able to worship with you with all my heart, soul, with all my strength. Mm. It means you, you're you going to be uncomfortable uh. because you're going to have to work with the Holy Spirit to do with memories. Yep. Uh, those memories, you want to keep them hidden. You don't want them to go. They're too painful and you just uh, don't want to take that next step. And yet you want to have healing. You want to have your prayers answered. But your prayers being answered cost you. You know, we said tonight when we were teaching, Pastor Robin, and um, our church in Sydney was quiet. I don't know if it was convicting or just because it didn't land, but I'm going to give our portals audience a chance for it to land. What is healing? And an American psychologist uh, defined, he wasn't a Christian, but he said, he said, real healing will come yes. when you can become the master of your memory. Mm. So I take that and I say, real healing will come when the Holy Spirit becomes the master of your memory. Yeah, when he's the instructor. Because if we look at pain, what is pain? Pain is regurgitated memories that we keep seeing, pictures, emotions, feelings, attitudes, and it's regurgitated memories that have no purpose. And so we talked about that tonight. If I take out a needle and I stab myself, Mm. if I know that the purpose is to, you know, give me a medication. Yeah. I can can endure the pain. Injection, you mean. I Mm. can endure the pain. But if I take out a needle and I start stabbing someone for no reason. Yeah. There's no purpose. It's just pain. So pain has to have a purpose. Pain. We talk about it all the time at talk, but I think what the Lord is taking us deeper. Pain has to have the purpose. How do we get the purpose? We ask the why. Yeah. Why do we ask the why? Because we know his will for our lives. And then when we ask the why, we have to be prepared to hear the answer. What the Lord says is the why. That. That costs us. So that costs us. And that goes back into be prepared. You've got to be really careful what you ask for because you're just going to get it. Are you prepared to get it? 
Are you really, really prepared to get the answer? If you, <sighs> if you think about it, you must start to allow the Lord to prepare you. John was the preparer. Yes. He prepared the way for the coming of the Lord. If we pray and we ask him to prepare us, he pre there is a preparation for the coming of the Lord in this situation. We've got to see this. There is a preparation that needs to happen so that we are ready for the answer. Jemmet, oh. wow. The Lord just shot something in my spirit too. You know, we talk about asking the why and getting prepared. But I maybe think about this. We've still got to ask the why and not ask the why not. <laughs> why not? Because mm. the devil wants us to ask the why not instead of the why. Mm. Because the why not voids us of responsibility the why you said tonight in your teaching always remi reminds us and requires us to take responsibility yeah that and that if we do that yeah there's change can we trust the lord mm. with the why can we trust the lord with the why can we trust him with giving us answers to what we've asked for because we've sought preparation beforehand. Oh, Can we do that? That means he can bring healing. He can bring wholeness. He can bring the answer that we've been crying out for. And then <laughs> it, it it's it painful. will, yeah, yeah, but painful with purpose. But is it oh. painful or is it stretching? Well, stretching always. Stretching is isn't pain. You like know what I mean? Said, like he said, it's not the, sh it's not shutting down. It's pushing down. Yeah, mm. and is it? See, I think, um, and this is where a lot of us are bought asking the why, and we just ask God to give us a new vessel. I can't handle this, Lord. Just make it new. But He doesn't want to make it new. He wants to stretch your vessel to yeah. contain his overflow. Yeah. But with stretching <gasps> comes pain. I mean, I go to the gym all the time and I'm constantly stretching my muscle beyond its capacity. And when I stretch my muscle beyond its capacity, those muscle fibers, they break, they micro tear. And that's when I feel the pain. And sometimes in life, the Lord allows the micro tear because again, if you go to the account, of Jesus when he feeds the 15,000, he blessed it, then he broke it, yeah, and then it multiplied. It yeah. couldn't multiply until there was a breaking. Yeah, yeah, because there has to be a breaking. There has to be a breaking before multiplication can come. Yeah. It's just the facts, you know. So, again. Can I share another hypothetical? Yeah, for sure. Um. When God says, I am the potter, and mm. you are the clay. Yes. You know, when he's moulding us, 
he's on that table and he's really stretching and molding and molding and pulling out that clay and it's spinning and he's yeah. pulling it out and yeah. he's got to mold it into that shape and then it's got to once it's shaped then it's got to go through the fire mm, the comb yeah that's that's it's not just a matter of like you know I'm a, it's there like I'm going to make it and it's there ready to and go what there's, about, a, there's a process and what about if when you finally come to that place and you you're made and you're a cup mm. and you hold quite yeah. a bit yeah but you want more yeah so what happens he's got to re he got to break you down break you down all <laughs> over again and it's got to be broken again. down again and add more clay and stretch you mm. out more yeah. to yeah. become a bigger vessel so you say to the lord fill me up i want more i want more lord i want more and, and he then goes, he okay, says, well, I've got to make you want more. I've got to give you, like, I've got to yeah, make I'm gonna a make you vessel. A teapot or a jug. You're going to hold more. It won't be just for you anymore. It'll be pouring out for others. See, a, a, a cup is for you. It, oh. You. Oh. <laughs> Not the cup vessel. One more time. Say it again. <laughs> the cup is for you, but no, the jug is for the other people. So we're sitting in the church as a cup saying, Lord, we want to do more. We want to do more. Well, if you want to be a jug, we got to go back through that process. Yep. Definitely. Definitely. Wow. And that hurts, doesn't it? That's going to be on our new Portals line T-shirts. Make me a jug. That crispy crispy <laughs> came back. <laughs> Make me a jug. Make me a jug. Pastor Tony's Come back. Pour me out for others. <laughs> Make me a jug no, and me a pour vessel. me out for others. Make me a jug. Pastor Tony's back. Oh no, I, I think we need to add to that. Yeah, on the back we'll have pour me out for others. Pour but the attention grabber others. on the front will be make me a jug. And then uh, on the back will be oh, pour I, me out for others. Are you satisfied just being a cup? Yeah, that's a good oh, one. See, can you see what we're saying? We're saying here, be careful what you pray for, mm. for you just might get it. So check what you're praying for. Ask the Lord, is he giving you his desires? Mm. Or are you just getting your wants? <laughs> That's not a fan, by the way. I am deeply breathing right now. I'm breaking agreement. <laughs> Because I'm back my will. soul. You will I'm de-rolling. You will have to walk along with what you get. You don't mm. get to exit. You don't get to exit. Oh. Not about the process. Listen, you don't get to exit. Just say your prayer and exit. You don't. This is what the prophetic heart of God is all about. And anyone who has a heart after the prophetic to bring God's word through will stick around to see it through. And too many times prophets have given words, exited, and then there's a worse mess to clean up mm -hmm. than before they started. I think I'd like to hear Pastor Tony talk about something that we heard, a prophecy once in uh, America, 
when we were over there, we heard that uh, there was going to be a great tsunami. Do you remember what you said? Yeah. <laughs> Listen to this, listeners, please. A non-New York City resident, possibly <laughs> in another <laughs> nice state. Nice way of prefacing that. Non-New state resident. prophesied uh, a tsunami was going to flood New York City. And I lived there. <laughs> Um, because of the sin of the city. And they didn't. Right. And so this this prophet, in inverted commas, has quite a following and um, people took the word seriously enough to actually move out of New York City and go to yep. Jersey or oh, even go further, yeah. Pennsylvania yep. or yep. Connecticut, they through sure fear do. of this tsunami coming Mm. On New York City. Now, you can imagine there's 8 million people yep. mm. in the city. And what, is God going to take out 8 million people in mm. a gigantic tsunami? But my thing is, I'm in prayer seeking the Lord and he doesn't tell me, can I at least get some goggles, Jesus? Come on, like, that's, not, that's not the Lord that's that we serve. That's, that's why so in the New Testament you need to have a multi multiple witness. There it is. To... The words that are being spoken, right? But tell him what you prayed to the Lord. Oh well, we had just moved into New York, and I went to the Lord and said, "What, Lord, you've moved me to New York City to All drown me in a tsunami? Is that <laughs> is that the lowdown?" <laughs> and, look, and I'm not trying to be like you know, funny, facetious, facetious, right? The fact is. They may have seen something and interpreted it wrong. There it is. It's always right? a wrong interpretation. Or their spirit is bitter. Oh! You see? <laughs> their spirit is bitter. They've, they've prophesied out of a bitter spirit. I remember um, when Simon the sorcerer asked yep. Yep. Peter for the Holy Spirit. He wanted to pay for the Holy Spirit. Yep. Out of nowhere, Peter says, I perceive that you are full of bitterness. Yeah. He asked for the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And Peter says, You've asked, because you've asked wrongly, I've discerned it's you're asking out of a bitter spirit. Wow. So um, I pray that the prophetic ministry will will learn something much better than the spirit of bitterness or judgment. Now look, we as prophets are not saying that God cannot judge. He does. He does. Yeah. But many times um, God pulls grace back. Back, he doesn't judge. Not he our takes way. Takes the protective covering away. Yeah. Right. Wow. Because of the accusations of the accuser of the brethren, many times the accuser goes before the court in heaven. Yep. And there's no one standing in the gap. Come on. And the Lord has to pull grace back. Oh, oh wow. Jesus. And that's when catastrophe happens. Yeah. You know. Yep. So, because we live and breathe by grace, if God pulls his grace away, no one can stand. That's, That's it. So true. That's it. You know, the scripture says, I think it's in the Psalms, Lord, if you were to make an account of sin, yes, no one will stand. stand. No one. So, you know, um, and again, not to say that God can't judge. There is a judgment day. Yeah. Right? God has set aside a day where he will judge the world and its sin, right? Until that day happens, we will cry for mercy at every turn. I think that's something. That's mm. something we should pray for. Yeah. Micah 6.8. 
mercy yeah. and grace mm -hmm. rather than the right thing. You know, we, we look at a country like Australia, like America, and, and we start away, st all, already we start to say, well, this is the right thing. This is the right thing. This is what the word says about this. And so we attach God to the right thing. We attach him to the right thing. Mm. Why don't we attach grace of God if we're going to pray these things? Um, don't you think that God would rather give mercy and love for repentance rather than judgment? Marcus 6, 8. Yes. The Lord loves mercy but does justice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we love the justice Jonah and one just do one the through mercy. To four. You know, Jonah wanted to run away from the Lord's, yep. um, you know, commission because he knew God was going to be gracious to oh, the Ninevites. Man. Yes, the good and example. And he was upset. <laughs> Yep. And you know, at the end of that, uh, at the end of that book, the Lord says to Jonah, "Look, there's there's over three hundred thousand people in this city, and what you want me to kill them all, just because you feel self righteous?" Mm. Now, unfortunately, a lot of prophets in the New mm. New Testament mm. are like Jesus. this. The modern church has people who sit outside the, you know, outside the box, and they judge and they judge Doomsday. and they judge. And again, I say this: this it's the spirit of Jesus. Come on. That speaks in these last days. Hebrews 1. Yep. In times past, God spoke to our fathers through prophets. the prophets. Yep. But in these last days, he speaks to us through his, his son, son, who went to the cross mm. to redeem his people. Mm. Now, remember, God so loved the world. world. Yeah. Now, we don't know who the elect are, right? So God says he doesn't want anyone to perish mm. yep. but to come to the knowledge of the truth yep. before we go to break because i know this is oh. a powerful thing you said jonah yeah. jonah asked the lord prayed talking about be careful what you pray for because you just might get it jonah prayed for god to deal with nineveh god did deal with nineveh with grace but he dealt with nineveh God's he dealt way. with their sin the root issue Jonah wanted to deal with the symptoms, which was their wickedness. Yeah. But God dealt with the root issue, which was the separation of their heart away from him. And didn't Nineveh repent? And Nineveh, because he dealt with the root issue, repented. Hallelujah. And turned to the Lord. And Jonah wasn't expecting it. You know what I'm mm. saying? So again, Jonah prayed for something, but because it was his way, his answer, it wasn't. He, he wasn't prepared I think, for it. I think sometimes they're, they're just words that we pray. Oh, say this. They're just words. To get our Christianese card in for the oh, day. Look, seriously. Oh, I, I got my card for today. I prayed for that person in that way. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay, but do you know what? I think it's just words. Come on, Pastor. We just don't know the weight of those words. And God will give it to us to show us the weight of those words. God will give it to us to show us the weights, weight of our words. words. Wow. Just to quote out Jesus. of Jonah chapter 3, it says, The Ninevites said to 
themselves, let every man and beast be covered with sackcloth and cry mightily to God. Mm. Yes, let everyone turn from his evil way and from the violence that is in his hands. Who can tell if God will turn and relent and turn away from his fierce anger so that we may not perish? Last verse of chapter 3. Then God saw their works, that they had turned from their evil ways, and God relented from the disaster that he had said he would bring upon them, and he did not do it. And then verse 1 of chapter 4, it, pl- it displeased Jonah exceedingly, and he became very angry. angry. And he asked the Lord, Lord, was not this the reason I said when I was still in my country. Therefore, that's why I fled to Tarshish. For I know that you are a gracious and merciful God, slow to anger and abundant in loving kindness, (laughs) one who relents from doing harm. Wow. Wow. Because he knew God was gracious, he didn't want to do it. Jeez, with an attitude like that, Jonah, your blessed God is God, mate. How Unfortunately, some of these prophets today don't know God. this God. Yeah. They don't know that he's slow to anger. They don't know yeah. that he's gracious and merciful. You know what I'm saying? Because remember the hard taskmaster, um, the parable of the hard taskmaster. Yeah. But you know yeah. what? When we pray and we get this thing, we get his love. Mm. We get his love. Mm. Are we ready for the effects of his love? It could be that it's going to be so uncomfortable for us. Press down. It's going to, um, it's going to, uh, you know, put us out. Shaking together. And it's, <laughs> wow, these guys. It's the truth. And it's going to cost us. Running, running over. over. And you know what? That will show us, are we just saying the right words? Are we really just saying the right words in our prayers or are we saying what's really the heart of God? You know, I, I want this person to be saved, but... I don't want to be inconvenienced for it. Oh! oh I don't want to get on my knees. I don't want to get up in the middle of the night. I don't want to go. And I want the church them. to grow, but I don't want to. Um, I don't want to have to serve. I don't want. I want a church. I want a building, but I don't want to have to clean uh. the building. I want a church, but now I'm not going to get as much time with my pastors because all the new people are going to get the time with the pastors. Okay, we need to go break because this verse is about to burn. I want a church, but I don't want to serve and have to set people free after God set me free. Oh, my Lord. We're really over time. we got to let that one land. but it's true. Jesus. Okay, is that landing? Let that land, everyone, because I think I'm taking my portion in that as well. I'm taking my portion, your portion. Oh, my my crispy flesh is crisping away. We will go to a break and be back with you in a jiffy. Wow. What did you say? You gotta you gotta go through the process the process I said, to possess. Yeah. Say it again. Tell me be what it is. What you what don't you pray. sing it, we need to hear it. Be careful what you pray. You might have to stay. Risk having to pay to give up an old way. The price for tomorrow is paid for today. If you want to possess, you've got to go go through through the the process. process. The process is the way 
to get what you pray. Okay. Full stop. Period. So I want to encourage every single person in here. I give the prophetic charge. I give the prophetic charge to every believer. Charge us. Charge us. I give the prophetic charge to every believer. And uh, uh, um, we have a very wise God. We sure do. And he wants you to work with his Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit wants you to work with him. He wants to uh, convince you. He wants to give you instruction. And he wants to fulfill God's will in your life. And can I encourage you, as you begin to pray, seek his face so that you get the instruction you need to be able to walk the process of your prayers. Wow. So do you want to move on to prophetic friends? Oh, yeah. I'm sure there's some friends there. Pastor, Pastor, are your friends tonight? I want to give a big shout out to... um, Brothers and sisters at Griffith in New South Wales, <laughs> Wagga Wagga, Grafton. These are all places. Tari, Maury, Condoblin, Dubbo, Orange, Bathurst, all the Central Plains and the and the Coastal Plains. Uh, everybody that's getting hit with this wonderful, wonderful deluge of rain. May your farms recover. May your flocks recover. May your herds recover and may your families especially recover from this gift from God. Why God bless Australia. Wow. I think I think that was wonderful, but I, I first honestly person. you need to speak first person. <laughs> she keeps oh. telling you. You gotta first go person. for it. Foundations and the students. All right, um, speak this word to the pastors uh, that gather in the central western Australian region of New South Wales who have been crying out to me, says the Lord, for um, answers for these farmers who are on the edge of suicide. The Lord says, I have sent this rain and there will no, there will be no drought for 10 years. I promise you, says wow. the Lord, enough of the stress on on the farms and mm. and the lord says i'm t- i'm removing stress from the farms the wheat farms the sheep farms the um the the vineyards and the fields there's 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 um there's farmers who are desperate who are in the you know the um the turf farming industry i'm bringing grace to them and there's also those uh, who the lord is going to bless um there's going to be government help and, and the Lord says, my, my grace is being poured out on the inland of the nation. And the Lord says, even though the, the coastal cities don't always appreciate the, the, the uh, inland Australian cities, I will bring about a, 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 a bigger awareness and, a, and a, bigger, a bigger appreciation for the, the man on the land, says the Lord. I want to bless this land and I want to bless it because my church has cried out to me day and night to bless this land and therefore I will heed the word of my church, says the Lord. And you know what? The Lord wants you to know 
that um, he, and, and listen, listeners, the Lord wants you to know that he doesn't listen to the evil. He's listening for the church. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Wow. 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 Pastor Nate, you got anything for us? <sighs> Not at the moment. From? I'm just blown away by that word. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um. Wow. <laughs> oh. And and let me continue Please. to say the <laughs> Lord uh, continues up. to say to to this land that we are now in Australia that uh, he is speaking strongly, strongly, and it's not about sin. He's speaking about blessing. I see great blessing coming. This is a time for Australia to be blessed. And you know what? We immediately think it's a time for Australia to be cursed because of laws. God can change the law like that. But can you receive God's blessing when you think you should be getting his cursing? Oh, God. Okay, I think I need to go off this portal now and go breathe Yeah, out I think you guys times. covered the words tonight. I'd... Wow. All I say is amen, amen, and amen. And amen. amen. So let's finish the portals with our fabulous theme song. <laughs> you want to do Be Careful wait, wait, What You Pray Again? Wait, wait, I want wait, everybody wait. to join in. Get wow. up and dance. I gotta say though, sorry, I cut that off quite abruptly, but I gotta say straight out, everyone was starting to do sort of like losing people a little bit, and then after that, that everyone just their eyes just got so wide. Everybody in this room. What did you say? You said, "Can you receive God's blessing blessing when you think when you you think He's God's curse?" Um, bring your own bucket, everyone. Because it's about to get broken. Because you need to chuck it. Definitely still crispy. Bring the bucket for chucking it. Oh, Lord Jesus. On that note, I think we have concluded February 10th, which is also Pastor Nathan's birthday. So I think we've uh, we've definitely. (laughs) Yes. Nathan is a 30-year-old today. Wow. Why don't we stand up and dance as we go out in portals? I want to rhyme something with 30, but it's always dirty or flirty. <laughs> it's flirty 30s, Murky, dirty 30s. Jerky. Quirky 30s. No. Quirky. No, I don't want jerky 30s. Thank twerky, you very much. Twerky, twerky 30s. I'll take that, that any day. You can do day. the twerky. Here we go. Twerky 30s. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Please twerk stand. Gonna twerk my oh, way to get what, what I pray. You can see what's happening in this studio right now. Gotta twerk to a way to get what I pray. Uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. Be careful what you pray. You might have to stay. Risk having to pay to give up your own way. The price for tomorrow is paid for today. You've gotta go through the process to get what you pray. You have got to go Twerk it out, twerk it out, twerk it out, twerk it out. Come on, guys, let's dance. 
Come on, guys. Come on, Elijah. You know you want to. Drink it out. Drink it out. Drink it out. It is chaotic in the studio. There's an anointing coming on this place. It's working away the waste. Here we go. All right. I think we need to go, Pastor Chris. We're about to go crazy. Pray. You might have to stay Risk having to pay To give up and obey The price for tomorrow Is paid for today Be careful what you pray I said be careful what you pray Well hello there to our Portals fam And Talk family alike listening in My name is Pastor Nathan And I am so excited To announce our Catch the Vision Sunday This is such an important event for both our churches in Sydney and New York as we come together to release what God has shown us for the coming year. Our senior ministers, Dr. Robin Cassis and Pastor Tony Cassis, are ready to share their heart of what God has shown them that our church is ready to step into. So we invite you to join us. If you're in New York City, you can join us on Sunday, February 23rd. It's a combined service starting at 4.30 p.m. If you're not available to join us in person, that doesn't matter because you can still view online, either via our YouTube channel at TalkNYC or through TalkTV.org. I would just encourage you to partner with us and let us show you the vision that God has imparted to us for 2020. It's going to be nothing like we've ever seen before, and we're ready to step into new initiatives and the new elements of grace that God is about to pour out. We look forward to seeing you there. Y'all ready? Give us a jingle, mate. Here comes the process. <laughs> Be careful what you pray. You might have to stay. Risk having to pay to give up an old way. The price for tomorrow is paid today. So be careful what you pray. Be careful what you pray. Wow. There it is, isn't it? (laughs) (coughs) Sorry, I was just getting some deliverance. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, what do you say, Pastor Christie? Wow. Don't really have many words at the moment. Um, I'm trying to determine whether I'm a cup <laughs> or, a jug. or a jug. Whether I'm being created to be a jug. Maybe that's what all the pain I've been going through is. It could be a. Because you could pour out for others. Oh, my geez. For a long time. Comfortable no, to no, be no. a cup. For a long time, I was a cup. Yeah, but you know, comfortable to be a cup because you can just con- you know just keep consuming mm, for yourself. But at <laughs> the same time, being a cup doesn't have much satisfaction in the way of who you are, because it's all about you, you, oh, you, you, you. Definitely, all Jesus. about you. And it, you get to a point where you go, well, what's my role? What do I do? What's my part to play here? I'm just a cup. 
Mm, and I'm just consuming to myself all the time. Oh. And so I, I want to be able to affect others. I want to pour out and do others. So God says, well, let's make you a jug. Let's make you a teapot. Yes, Lord, make me a jug. Well, here comes the molding. <laughs> here I can't comes imagine singing, fill my jug, Lord. Fill ah, my, my jug, jug, Lord. Lord. <laughs> I lift it up, Lord. No, I'm just joking. Um, I understand you want. We oh, want to be. Dad. We want to be um, used for more than just the you know the purposes of the individual, mm. and obviously being a cup is more an individual kind of stance. It's very much for yourself. It is. It's just for you. You want to be filled to overflowing so that people are blessed with your overflow. Yeah. And I dare say that's the challenge to our listeners. Yep. Um, we often get what we ask for. Say it, say it. But God often uses the circumstances to stretch us, flood us. We're getting flooded over now in Sydney. Here we go again. And there's a reason for it. <laughs> no, where do we go from here, God? <laughs> yeah, there's a reason for it. Mm. So, um, yeah, um, I think we're going to end by basically encouraging our folks to, number one, make sure that what you're asking God to give you is actually aligning with his desire and and that it'll be the overflow of what God is doing in our lives that'll um, bless other people as well. I think we need to not just say we're going to end. It's uh, as the Lord gives us the okay to end it. And so um, is anyone else uh, want to input on this very subject? I think something I'd like to add, we always use this word circumstance because I'm, I'm just – we're, we're coming up so much on what we say in this season because of it's the season that we're in. Yes. And I just same. did, you know, it's funny because um, the root word of circumstance, actually the prefix circum, which means around, but it actually comes um, from two words, meaning around words. So everything to do with circumstance is all about the words that we're speaking and this, I, I think the, I think this ties in to do with, um, and it's funny that it says around because we're in our circumstances and when we speak our circumstances and when we pray about our circumstances and then the Lord uses our circumstances, it's all about something that's going on around yeah, us. Yeah. You know, it's like a, there's like a, a round revolving thing. And so that's why it's so easy to get caught in it. So you said something before. Um, that I think we need to just quickly add. You said that the children of Israel thought that God was going to deliver them in Egypt. That was actually Christie. Yeah, but then you said that they thought that they could rise up as a nation yeah. in Egypt yeah. and maybe overthrow Pharaoh and maybe yeah, it was really possess the promised land that way. So that shows me something. It shows me when we get what we pray for, most of the time God's going to change our location from where we've prayed to bring about what he's saying in what we've prayed for, meaning not a physical location, but a physical location. We can't stay in the same place that we've prayed for something. No, we can't play there and anymore. And play. No, we can't. 
we can't play there anymore. We we need to go forward. So and it's gonna it's gonna be something a journey. And this is where I want to come yeah. in. I want to come in that whatever you pray for is has to go through a process. Yes, has to go through a process. Are we ready for the process? It's just the facts. God's walk always involves a process. Always. So when we say this, we say, well, Lord, I want you to do this. Are we thinking about, well, God, in you doing this, there's going to be a process. Oh, Lord. Oh, my God, Lord, get me ready for uh. the process. Get me ready for the stretching. Get me ready for the pressing down, shaken, mm, and, and then the running over. The running I'm, over. And I'm Get saying Jesus to call me out on Jesus. Ready. Get me ready. I know I'm prayer. asking a few um, things in my heart right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think it might be something we need to may look at and say, Lord, get me ready. Yeah, get me ready, and because it's a process. When you pray, things happen. God does things. And you have to be careful what you pray, because He does it. He brings the process into being, and you get to walk that process. Mm. I'm telling you, I'm really telling you this tonight that it's really important to know you don't just pray and get. You pray and get involved in the process. So get me ready for the process. Definitely, Pastor Christy. We need to get ready for the process. Mm. And like what you've been saying, where do we go from here? You know Testimony. I'm yep. going back to New York City and yep. I'm looking forward to changing my accommodation. Oh, my God. Oh, Lord, I want a new place where we can, you know, move around and, and not just sort of swing again. You're not actually exaggerating when you say this. You cannot move around in no. your apartment. No, yeah. no, no. Now we have to move sideways. We Especially me. Kelly, let me tell you, we have two big men in our <laughs> apartment. And I tell my husband, walk sideways. Don't talk about Levi like that, please. <laughs> walk sideways. It's walk sideways because you're going to knock something over. And that's, you know, and you think, oh, God, I need a bigger place. Mm -hmm. But <laughs> in that prayer, I'm not ready to face all the preparation to go to that place. All the packing up you've got to do. All the packing. Oh, no. oh, my God, get me ready for that. It's not just a matter of just clicking your fingers and you're there. Oh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not the genie, thank no. God. But anything. I don't use witchcraft, thank God. Hallelujah. I'm just needing to get a reality check. We all need to get a reality check. There is a process wow. to prayer. There is a process. It's not just instant. There's a process. Yes. There's a process. Wow. 
Wow. Wow. I think it's time to jingle it again before we go into our prophetic friends. Let's go. Uh Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. There is a process. You got one for us, Nate? You want a process? Go to the process. Ooh. Here we go. Possess to get the process. careful what you pray. You might have to say by having to pay to give up an old way. The price for tomorrow is paid for today. The process is the way you get what you pray. Yeah. 